I, I think the poet or the filmmaker or the musician, the poet must not avert his eyes. You must not avert your eyes. This is what is coming at us. Welcome to One Good Thing, the podcast that just can't even right now. Just can't. I'm Paul Salt. Duh. I'm the nerdy one. Oh, Cooper, don't do chemistry bad. <laughs> uh, today we shall be bitching about Bratz, the movie. Gah. Sean McNamara's 2017 comedy film based on the range of dolls by the same name. Sean McNamara. <laughs> uh, today's film was recommended by Katie Maiden. Katie's a friend. We met Katie. In the Zoo of Dreams. Yes, the Zoo of Dreams is what I like to call it. Katie's an excellent historian um, who runs a blog called The Archive Marauder, where she talks about her various history endeavours. More than most of them Nazi-related. At least most of them. At least most of them. Uh, she's also a, a, um, a blogger, podcast and film nerd. Mm. All that good stuff that you might expect from a, yeah, a she's thoroughly the... modern historian. Yeah, she's the sociable pool. Yeah, she's definitely the sociable side of the pool. She's also one of our oldest fans and one of our sort of long-term promoters so thanks be to katie yeah and she served us up a big old slice of brats she sure did tm 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 yes absolutely tm sean mcnamara critics reacted to this movie like seeing someone still wearing a von dutch t-shirt in 2008 imagine yeah i can't even connie ogley um at the miami herald said that in the end brats celebrate something even more important than good grades or good friends the vital acquisition of totally awesome shoes Fitting for a movie that exists only to separate you from your paycheck. Uh, that's Connie Ogley there, sick of having to spend all her paychecks on brats. <laughs> Honestly, done. you've been paid three hours ago, <laughs> and, and already you're literally suffocating in brats. And already I just can't, I can't help but think about the new Chloe outfit. <laughs> With uh, real teeth this time. Real teeth? <laughs> Absolutely, real baby teeth. <laughs> it's a horror show. It's the worst thing. Uh, meanwhile, Jonathan Rosenbaum over at the Chicago Reader said, This atrocious comedy doesn't have an idea in its head, but still screams at the top of its lungs. Screaming like a madman off out of Parliament. I don't know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> satire. <laughs> I, got, I lost the surrealism, so I decided to fall back on satire. <laughs> now, we've done something a bit weird and abhorrent this week, haven't we? Mm. Um, go on. We do have you, it, we do, ha- do your little dark business. We ha- have indeed an attempt to pander to the listening public. We've been asking for um, feedback, mm. um, anticipatory feedback um, for the episode. Has anyone seen Bratz? What's, what do they have to say about Bratz, TMTM? We had two responses this week. Oh, lovely. Yep. Um, mostly because I imagine nobody has seen Bratz, the film. That and they hate us. And they hate they hate us, other than Katie herself uh, saying sorry, not sorry. Mm. I suspect that she actually isn't sorry at all. No. Yeah. No, I she know said she said both. Twice. I know she said both. I know she said she was sorry, but not sorry. But I suspect that she leans more heavily towards the latter. But she says sorry twice. Yes, you know, there's, you... there's a very important knot in between the two of them. If you look closely, very close. I don't see it. Closer. Closer. No. Okay. Ah. Oh shit. Blokebusters also <laughs> said uh, our thoughts: run away from the brats, run away from the brats. If you see the brats, run the other way. And uh, video negative said concerning choice uh, suggests lithium carbonate. 
as an accompaniment. Yes. Mm. <laughs> an aperitif. <laughs> Might I suggest uh, your own thumbs in your eyes. <laughs> so, um, so you know, everything has a humble beginning, I think. Yes. And um, there are a few things humbler than that. So Yeah, absolutely. So... Paul, you man who has a clique of his own. Uh, whatever. What's something about this here film that got your gander? How easy it is to be popular. It's just, it's quite world. easy, isn't it? You yeah. just have to be remarkably good at something and attractive. What happens in this here cliquefon? Well, we start with the four main girls. Yes. They are Skyping. Skyping? Oh, yes, they, they, wait, they have a wake-up Skype. Yeah. And they wake up, turn on Skype, spend about 30 minutes trying to get it to fucking work. Yeah. One of them has to update it. Yeah. They have to turn it off and on again. Yeah, they decide to use Hangouts instead. They decide to use Hangouts instead. Yeah. And then they have a bit of a girl up. Yeah. Um, because it's the first day of school. Yeah. They've um, had a horrible summer where they had to f- do battle with an awful killer clown. That's over now. So now they can all go back to school. Yeah. Turquoise thermal. Tank. And stripey warmers, super cute. Killer plunge, shorties, and leopard kicks. <laughs> oh, you need a deep plunge. That's, yes, um, if you're a 14 year old. A girl. killer plunge. That established, um, and the plunge fully open. They stroll into school uh, amidst. Um, Quite sassily. Yeah, very sassily amidst the um, array of pink Comic Sans credits. Oh boy, I love on those. the screen. Oh, my favourite. Oh, it's- you know what? Sure, you know what Scott McNamara probably had? He probably had access to MS Paint. Ooh. Yep. I, I think he, he really sort of went all out and got, got himself a professional license. Wow. Then why didn't he use the spray can um, <laughs> button and give it that real, like, street vibe? Not everyone that. It just doesn't occur to everyone. That's when you know. That's when you know you've got a real talent on your hand. A Scorsese or a Kubrick. Um, they are immediately popular, as we said. Everybody literally stomps what they're doing to watch them walk past, because by God, we've never seen an attractive person before. Whose name is Jade. That's the one. And she is a fashionista. Yes, slash um, science girl. Slash science girl, but her parents don't want her to be a fashionista yeah. or a science girl. They just want her to have good grades, but not <laughs> in science because they're flat earthers. And so they, she has to change out of her boring outfit into her sexy fourteen-year-old girl outfit. That's 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 that the we one. can reveal in slow motion to match um, the sexy fourteen-year-old outfits of Sasha, who is an expert cheerleader. Yeah, Chloe, the expert footballer. Oh, she's an expert. And Yasmin, the expert lonely girl. Yeah, she's really good at that. Yeah, she's so good at being lonely. She's also very good at singing, but is ah. is very humble about that. So Absolutely. Don't. Ask her to sing because she will stab you up. She'll yeah, she'll fucking just murder everyone. She'll stab you up, all right, old Peterborough. They they arrive at the school. They arrive at the school, which is an oppressive school, kind of subtly oppressive. And as much as there's massive posters everywhere saying "Be normal," yeah, this is also a prison, says one sign. Absolutely. Yeah. Basically, we- the way this place works is you show up on your first day and you get to see the evil chick. Yeah. Whose name is... Meredith. Meredith. Yes. Yeah. Evil Meredith. Mm-hmm. And she will allocate you your click. Yes. So if you're uh, into skateboarding, she'll put yeah. you with the skateboarders. And yeah. if you're into conkers, she'll put yeah. you with the conker clan. Yes. It's a utopia. Yeah. Really. Absolutely. John Voight's there as well, which only adds to the... Utopia. Theory. Yeah. Just classic utopia. God. But these brats... They bloody yeah. well come in and they just yeah. stroll right past the trestle table. How can any human being walk past a queue behind a trestle table? Oh. As a British man, that fucking... I it's couldn't right. handle it's it. A, it's all right. It's all right. They just, yeah. they just... The thing is, they just defy taxonomy. And Meredith hates this. Yeah. She Although, couldn't swallow that. Uh, they do then immediately uh, do just go to their clicks. Naturally. 
Naturally is the key. Naturally is the key. Uh, yes, um, football girl finds a football team yeah. and does some excellent football, yeah. completely murdering another human being with a football. Yeah, goalkeeper does a fantastic Weetabix dive. A slow, yeah, uh, which was great. The football went straight in, but we didn't see that the guy kept diving and just span out into space. <laughs> it's horrifying. Meanwhile, um, um, Sasha did um did cheerleading really well but yeah, not did. before being very rude to the cheerleading team yeah she was really rude to the cheerleading team and then immediately um changed skin color and did some really excellent cheerleading stunts <laughs> yes that was <laughs> that was weird that was a bit weird the yeah. way she became a sort of a, um white woman and yeah. then did the stunts yeah i think that's what the kids were really remarking yeah. on just what the fuck Science girl. Um, science girl does some science. Jade, she... In spite of being hot. Yes. You wouldn't um, expect it. Well, the nerds didn't know what to make of that. They're <laughs> like, what do you make of that? <laughs> Achoo! <laughs> I've got the nerd flute. Let's, uh, you're not a science girl. And she went, check this out. And then she, 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 she... added some potassium to some blue liquid and it yeah. exploded and CGI happened. Yes. CGI rainbows? She made some CGI. CGI is actually, C is carbon. Okay. G is, um, generation. Yeah. You just put some generation in there. Oh, okay. And the I is, um, injustice. Ah. Yeah, you have to do some injustice. It, it, it all comes together to make CGI. So oh. it's actually a really horrible place to be, the set of a Michael Bay movie. Because I... the amount of sort of hate crimes that need to happen in order to fuel the computer generated imagery. It's really quite upsetting. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was chemistry gone insane. Yeah. CGI. Oh. I didn't follow but, your acronym, so but, again. Because I didn't capitalise the letters as no. I said them. <laughs> They're all Yasmin isn't in a clique what? because she she's do? she's the lonely girl. She's yep. the sensitive one. Yep, it's at lunch and they all abandon her so they can sit with their cliques and she's just sat on a bench like a twat. Yeah. <laughs> and they all go <laughs> and they all look at her and go, Oh, oh, I, I, f- I think I feel bad. Mm. Anyway. Oh, anyway, I've got these nerds yeah. to hang out with. Any. What was that about Star Trek? Love it. So there we go. The scene is set. Two years later. Oh, I wonder how... I wonder... I just wonder how this situation is going to play out in the immediate future. Two years later, okay. <laughs> Not Genuinely. much has happened in those two years. It's become slightly less creepy to lech on all of these young girls. Yes. Um. Not that that will stop the camera. No, it's legitimate in a Daily Mail kind of way, I think. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Although it was two years later. The f- you go into high school when you're 14. So I, unless they all had their birthday on the first day of school or sooner. Many, most, if not all of them would be 15. Yeah. I don't know about America. I don't oh, know how Jesus. It like, it's just, it's just mental. Anyway. <laughs> right in, guys. How does America work? <laughs> so, so we have a sad montage of all the friends having fun, which is awful. Yeah. Except for the chick, the lonely chick. Yasmin, yeah. Yeah, she's all alone. If the film is anything to go by, she has spent the last two years fully alone. <laughs> fully alone. She, she made... pissed off a deaf kid on the first day. Yes. And so that was it for her. Yeah, and she's made not friend nor foe by the scene, by the scenes of it. She's just slipped through the cracks like yeah. a perfect shit. <laughs> and um, after the sad montage, yeah. uh, deaf guy has a scene with the music teacher. Yeah. Um, where it turns out that he really misses music being a deaf guy. Yeah. And the guy says, well, look, y- you know, try grabbing onto a speaker whilst mm. the music is playing. Well, yeah, that kind of works. Yay. Mm. That's Good. the end of his arc. <laughs> Um, it is also established in that scene that he he was not born deaf. No, he was made deaf in a... Um, he, well, basically, his friends invented an interdimensional transporter. And he, oh, they went okay. through to um, the, the planet Northampton. And um, whereas one of his friends got hit by rocks and turned into a rockman. 
um, he got hurt. He got hit by um, absolute silence. He got hit by an ear. He got hit by a giant <laughs> space ear. ear. A giant space ear. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the ear man. And the rest, the, the no ear boy. <laughs> rest writes itself. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's that Meredith, as yes. we've, we've mentioned. Before, oh yes, she's awful. She sees her boyfriend starting to Ooh. talk to Chloe. <gasps> um, Bitch, I know the guy. He is a right old slag. And then a Rube Goldberg style uh, series of events happens yeah. where Chloe drops her, flings her tray backwards yep. over the stairs. Spaghetti goes flying yeah, and lands, lands on, on Jade. Jade, yup, who then uh, is getting up to admonish someone and slips on something, a bit of yeah. food, and it throws, throws her, her soup. food over yeah, Sasha. Then... They're in detention. Yes. And they, they have a little argument. Yeah, because where... basically they say, oh, you, you got us into this mess. Yeah, well, at least I'm not poor. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, and then they hash up the whole thing of how over the two years they barely spoke to one another and yeah. eventually drifted apart. And then they decide that they're stronger together and yeah, to not man. let Meredith. Yeah, know, and her cliques, the clique system. Look, I think we've all had that experience of transitioning yeah. from, you know, your primary school to your secondary school or, and, you know, your, your friends change and maybe you drift out of touch a bit. But I think this film is really an emboldened plea to just, you know, don't let that. Don't let yeah. it get in the way. Don't let it ruin something really good when you've got that kind of supportive friends. Very well said. Yeah, and yeah. that's you know that's the end of the movie, and that was really um yeah. In the next scene, what? Wait, Meredith is ha- pissed. because, oh. well, you know how they had that resolution. Yeah. Well, well, they had the movie ended. Yeah. Well, Meredith saw that, and she said, <gasps> oh, "I'm not oh, not man. into this at all." Oh, so it's like a post credit scene for Bratz too. No, no, it was we were uh, 25 minutes in, I think, at this stage. That that was 25 minutes in. That was 25 minutes in. Holy fuck! Yes. Um, you thought that we'd sort of gone around the world once already. And yes. we were 25 minutes back into the film and just seeing a scene that we hadn't seen before. But after you stopped throttling me, I, I, did, <laughs> I did point out that it was the same film. Fuck. Yeah. So okay. Meredith is um, not down with what has been going on. No. And she says, well, I'm going to have to crush these girls. Yeah. I'm going to manipulate my dad, John Voigt, yeah. president of school. Yeah. And get him to announce a global talent contest yes. in order to try and tear these girls apart. Yeah. Um, simultaneously to this, and not, but not at all related. Or is it... Uh, um, who's the main chick? Sad chick? Yasmin. Yasmin is uh, filmed by her brother, sad brother, terrifying mm. brother, yeah. awful brother. Perfection takes time, and I'm worth every single second. Hell brother to... Um, mm singing La Cucaracha and dancing around with her big fat Greek uh, wedding mum. Gili mum. Her Gili mum. Yeah. yeah. Her Ben um, Affleck mum. Yeah. You're a two-mum Gili mum. Oh no. Watch out. <laughs> Look out Gili mum. <laughs> the clique system begins to break down. Yes. Oh god, because basically the, the brats have decided, everyone's kind of miffed that we're not hanging out with them anymore. We're hanging out with each other. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just try and blend the cliques? Yeah. Why don't we get the goths hanging out with the people who dress like dinosaurs all the time? That's not even something I made up. Nope. Um, and we can all just hang out at the guy who looks a lot like John Wayne Gacy's house. <laughs> as, great. As he wanted in the first place. Exactly. Um, so, fucking what's her name? Delilah. What's her name? Meredith. Meredith. She yeah. has a, um, an evil schemathon in the pool mm. in her giant floating yeah. hell thing, yeah. hell cradle, scheming with her two henchmen that she has that we haven't mentioned up till now. She has two henchmen. Yeah, Bebop from Rocksteady. That's the one. Yeah. And yeah, she comes up with this plan. To hold a sweet 16 party. And the only people who get in 
will be the ones who conform to her former clique system, which somehow gave her all the power. I don't know how. So they decide not to go to the party. Mm. Um, Meredith is um, planning she's going to get MTV involved and it's going to be spectacular. It's going to be off the barge. Oh, she also acquires the Little Brothers film of her singing La Cucaracha. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Perfect. perfect. Absolutely. The brats go shopping. Yeah. They have a big old shopathon. They yeah. buy a whole bunch of things. Uh, meanwhile, Meredith goes shopping. She yeah. has a big old shopathon and buys things for the 16, Sweet 16. Yeah. Putting outfits and little dance numbers that she buys. Yep. Yeah. In a shop. Uh, songs by not Avril Lavigne, not yep. Sum 41, not Blink-182. <laughs> Pretend music, I think. <laughs> Not real songs. Surely they just had Nickelode- uh, like a Nickelodeon team writing four bars of each song. Well, they actually had Hona Montana. Hona Montana. Hona Montana. Hona Yeah. Come in and write all of the songs um, herself. It was quite impressive, but not um, as Lindsay Lohan, who isn't even Hannah Montana. No. I don't know what any of this is. <laughs> Miley Cyrus, that's the one. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Miley Cyrus actually assimilated Lindsay Lohan in 2012. It was quite upsetting, and that's why she went wrong. Anyway... The next thing that happened yeah. is that oh no, um, what's her name's mum? Chloe's mum. Chloe's mum is such a raging alcoholic that she has to go sleep one off yeah. and can't do her fucking job that she's yeah. being paid to do. Yeah, which is make cakes for Meredith's sweet sixteen. Yeah, and and the brats when they come in and kick away all the cans of Carling on yeah. the floor <laughs> around the table, they go, "Oh, bulls! Now we've got to now we've got to do this." And they make they make uh many a cake so so they pull through that and uh, chloe's mum is is saved basically yeah but unfortunately chloe's mum's caterers like the waitresses mm. and stuff uh four young attractive women they actually did get murdered by a murderous clown over the summer mm. uh, they got torn to bits in various horrible ways and unfortunately that means that they can't fucking do the thing unless they find somewhere four very attractive girls yeah barely legal preferably they're just so fucking selfish is the thing. They're yeah. like, oh, it's not enough for us to do the cakes and feel good about it. Yeah. We have to help you now as well. And we're not <laughs> going to let you forget about it. Yeah. They're like, it's, it's she really just wants o- to give up. Yeah. Uh, which will also fuck up Meredith's party, which would serve her right. But I guess she needs the money. Yes. Uh, what of them being so poor? Imagine Which being you can tell by their massive kitchen. Yes. An incredibly gorgeous house. Yeah. And how beautiful clothes clothes all look yeah all, all of them yeah america how do you work <laughs> right in somebody right in on the back of a postcard <laughs> so they go to the party and yeah. you know what they're, they're made to dress as sexy clowns yeah but they quickly thanks to science girls um science techniques yeah. not necessarily her fashion techniques she actually puts together a bunsen burner and she makes some sexy clothing some sexy clown inspired clothing no. but look we're at the end now so look there's this lovely big party oh, yeah, okay. and they show up in their sexy cl- uh, clown costumes yeah. well they were like we're not gonna we can't do it dressed as clowns this is crazy meredith is she's gonna win yeah and then they say <laughs> let's not clown yeah yeah well, let's let's just be friends yeah, you know, we you can't know, let we can... Meredith win. Yeah, we can't let Meredith win. And so what we're going to do is we're going to walk out. We're going to be loud and proud. Yeah. And we're going to win this party. Yeah. So they go out there and the elephant pisses everywhere. There's an elephant. Yeah. And yeah. Meredith. Oh, oh brilliant. Oh. Meredith's really annoyed. Yeah. But you know what? The brats, they came together and they, they get the party off the hook. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's the end of the movie. Because, yeah. you know, they all came together and it was yeah. just, it was really important for them to be in that place. So. Yeah. I guess that was so. Perhaps- there is um, Meredith then, and she comes on stage. What? She asks Yasmin to come up and sing a song. But the film, the film, the drama's done. Yeah, you thought that, but Yasmin comes up on stage. Are we well, not? I mean, not at one hundred and twenty-seven minutes yet. I th- well, that is one way of looking at it, right? And where were we actually? 
40. Fuck off! Yeah, I know, but... Fuck me with a rusty bastard. Yeah, well, that's that was the original closing song. And that, <laughs> unfortunately, got cut from the film. Some by the Wurzels. Because as... Yes, because um, the lovely Wurzels. <laughs> Meredith sings a song that is yep. not Gwen Stefani's. Yes. And she then embarrasses Yasmin. Oh, the she shows that the Cucaracha f- song. Yeah. So, okay. Anton Chigurh comes in <laughs> after a brooding silence and refuses to sing on stage because uh, he, just like Yasmin, is just a bit shy. She's embarrassed. Yeah. Obviously. Um, e- even though it's not the end, the girls did remember the, the third act slash sixth act, the third sixth act yeah. of the last scene. Yeah. That, hey, back to Meredith. We're still not going to let her win, right? No, we're still not going to let her win. Oh, and Meredith, okay. Meredith, with her relentless sort of energy yeah. and her sheer, I'm not going to ever stop being a bitch attitude, yeah. mm-hmm. decides that the talent contest will in fact be the final battleground upon which the Lancash- Lancasters will finally be um, driven from the field. Yes. So then they say, okay, we've, we've got we've got to do this. A, to crush Meredith into the ground. Mm. B, because Chloe's poor and she needs a scholarship, which is yes. the prize of the... the, the oh, yes. So, yes. John Foy organised that. Yeah. So they decide to do that. But what are they going to call themselves, Paul? Because they can't do it if they haven't got a name. People well, laugh at them. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be the worst. So obviously they can't do it. Mm. Luckily, one of them obnoxiously has a suggestion. Well, 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 if it isn't the brats! Yeah. <laughs> oh. That is classic whoever that was. Oh. Meredith is auditioning uh, countless noobs. Um, nudes? Noobs? Noobs, right. Yep. Countless nudes. Didn't you hear, hear me pronounce those zeros? <laughs> and um, they're all they're all terrible, basically. One, oh, one, one guy is dancing with a fly swatter. One, one, someone else is just chewing on his underpants, and so, some someone else has got a hoop and a stick. Yeah, and it's like, what the fuck is this? What the <laughs> fuck is this? And then one, one girl recited twelve states and left it at that, and they're all a perfect draw in. One of them came, set fire to a cross, and left. Nobody knew <laughs> what that was about. She was in as well. Yeah, basically they're all in. Yeah, because um, they're um, all in because Meredith is throwing the competition. She is yeah. An act. Herself. She's yeah. an act in the competition, but she's also the judge who decides who gets in. So anyone who shows even a little bit of talent, they get booted. And so Act Eight begins. Yes. And Meredith finally busts out her um, evil scheme, yeah. her mega plan. To um, she has a jump drive or a USB drive. Sorry. Yes. Stupid jump, jump drive. How do you work, America? <laughs> And what is this? <laughs> um, she has a USB drive. Yes, that's all the secrets on it. Damning, damning secrets. Yes, about the brats. Oh fuck me! Let's go one by one. So Jade, she is not a fashion girl, really. Oh, or that's a it. Girl. Yes, she's hiding from her parents that yeah. she's actually really good at fashion. Yeah. What? That's monstrous. Fuck me. Chloe. Chloe is really clumsy. Yeah. And hitting on her boyfriend. Yeah, and her base, but the, the the meat of it is. Oh her, yeah, okay. her mum is poor. Um, yeah, and um, she stole things from their from their so, house when she was working for them as a cleaner. Yeah, sorry, there were three things about Chloe, and I listed the wrong two things. <laughs> <laughs> but the yes, the third and final thing about Chloe was yeah. in fact the thing that she's being blackmailed about. Yeah, and um, there's stuff on the other two too, I imagine. Yeah, it's never mentioned really, is it? Well, I think it is, but I can't remember. Great secrets, and um, Yasmin is told to to duck out basically to yeah. throw the contest throw a gem so and yeah abandon your friends without actually telling them why which is what she does she yeah. comes in and she's like oh, i can't do this anymore guys and they're like but why he's like basically because you're all dicks yeah and I this is for you. idiots then yasmin is sad because she couldn't 
tell them the truth, which would have been the easy thing to do anyway. Yeah, by the way, that dick that we all hate is blackmailing me. Yeah. Soz. This is eventually, this eventually comes out because, because scripts, because they uh, then have yeah, to because, have resolution. Um, well, Gili Mum, uh, luckily is on hand to say, yeah. look, I've been involved in much dumber movies than this. <laughs> And in the end, the thing that always pushes the credits just a little bit closer to the opening credits <laughs> <Mercifully. laughs> is, that, is when characters actually tell each other the truth. So please go do that. Yeah. I'm going to go think about appearing in another uh, Big Fat Greek Wedding movie. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Seems to be a three-man. And obviously everything is fine when she tells the truth, because obviously... Things are always fine when you tell the truth. So they get together and they have that message. Yeah. And the Christmas tree gives the orphans everything they ever wanted. Yeah. And that's the end of the movie. No! They have a talent show next. Oh, yeah. So they go and the do that. The long-threatened talent show. Yeah. Here come the brats, everyone. Um, they, 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 they go on stage and they're like, we've got a song too. And Meredith says, you sure? Cause I've got a fuck ton of secrets about all five of you. And they're like, there's not even five of us. You're bluffing. <laughs> anyway, we'll do it. Here we go then. And then she goes to, here's my PowerPoint of evil secrets yeah. about each one of you. You wore different colored shoes once. And then, and then ah. Jade goes, I've got a very good explanation for this. If you just let me say it. And Meredith goes, of course. Yes. Go on. The floor is yours. Yes. And she spends 15 minutes detailing exactly why she's an individual with feelings. And yeah. um, she loves her parents. And yeah. she doesn't, she wants fashion and science in her life. And she also yeah. wants uh, some other things. Yeah. She wants a helicopter and yeah. a flight to Guatemala. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone is finally convinced. Yes. But also they applaud Meredith for letting them take the time to properly explain themselves rather than bamboozle them in a sort of a Marvel TV villain way. Yeah. She's a lot more reasonable than we expected. Yeah, actually, she's not a bad. She's not a bad person. No, she's an elephant. Yeah, she she rode an elephant. Everyone, <laughs> elephant. Have you, have you done that? Have you, done, have you ridden an elephant? <laughs> the fuck is an elephant? <laughs> I think that's irrelevant. So, oh boy, oh god. So you win this podcast. <laughs> then the brats are given are given the stage because yeah. because of course they are and they they yeah. sing their song. All the people that have ever wronged anyone <laughs> just <laughs> tipped into the pit of tigers and then all the people who have ever been wronged by meredith come on stage and they routinely beat the shit out of her yeah and they and they sing their song yeah. and and then that's it they've yep steve zahn falls down a pit yeah and everyone wins so yeah. the they, they win the contest but yeah. meredith also wins the best not uh weird concessionary ending award yeah um she becomes apollo creed um <laughs> Everyone else wins a scholarship, which they all give to Chloe because yeah. she's the poorest one. Yeah, yeah. We're at the end of the movie, so that's it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yep, yeah. Okay. Yes. There is end of the end of the movie. Oh well, there is the, one. The what? Oh, do what? You remember, do you remember just before? What's in a box? <laughs> what? what? Do you remember that? Um. Just before the end, MTV man comes MTV onto the screen. Man, John MTV man, <laughs> <laughs> and he says. We're doing a film, and mm. we would like you, brats, TM, to <laughs> do the 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 theme music for it. Yeah. But by what he means by that is I... just do out stand outside the premiere. Yeah, that's what he said. I think it's um. Hey, how do you guys want to come to a premiere? Yeah. Uh... Oh, what's the film? Shut up. Yes, we'll be there. Red carpet. Yeah. Yeah. Fashion. Boom. It was the pianist. Um, so, so as, as the, uh, Comic Sans, mind you, credits, um, scroll, they sing, yeah. they're doing very well. Um, the film is definitely a success. It was Bratz TM by Sean McNamara. Yep. And then. Oh, oh shit. 
Well, it's the end, isn't it? Yeah, it's the end. So, well, apart you... from um, oh, Janelle fuck. Parrish oh, being the played... only one of the people who could sing who in, played in the film. Jade, I believe. Played Jade, yes. yes yeah. Science fashion girl. Yes. She was the actual singer. Um, so, we have a yep. mu- music video of her singing, Ooh, my name's Jade. Yay, I do the science and the fashion. Ain't it's... never gonna get me down. Yep. And then, it's the end of the film. Thank fucking Christ. So, that was the longest film we've ever watched. And it wasn't literally the longest film we've ever watched. We've had a couple of good three-hour boys up there. But it was the longest film we've ever watched. I mean, I aged. I visibly and audibly aged. Yeah. I mean, Aristotle's got nothing on these brats. No. Fuck me. Jesus. That was just... It was so long because there's so much story Mm. in it. Like, they agreed, okay, we've got these four kooky characters. Mm -hmm. I don't want to write them. I can't write them. I just, I just, I just can't. You know, maybe I could do a boyhood thing and like go and listen to the way kids speak and like try and write something or like kick ass, you know, the mm. Jane Goldman tried to do that. Sure. I, yeah, I don't want to, yeah. you know, so sh- how about we just have a whole bunch of stuff happen to them all the time. So there's not enough time to actually get to know them. Hey, do you like arcs? Yes. Well, yeah. we've got forever arcs. There, <laughs> there are so many arcs. I mean, I imagine if you drew, drew all of them on a paper, it would look like the, the primer primer, wouldn't it? Yeah. It, it, it itself would be a solution for time travel. Yeah, absolutely. And there's all these periods of like resolution and the end of stories because none yeah. of them are that are good enough to sort of carry yeah. a movie. Like, what's the central premise of Bratz? Is there a, what's the premise? Well, I, I, a, bu- a bunch of kooky girls do battle with an authoritarian, yeah. spoiled chick who is the real Brat. Yeah, I haven't seen Mean Girls, but I'm pretty sure that is basically the plot of Mean Girls. The plot of Mean Girls is um, about. Um, a new girl who arrives at a school and soon discovers that there is a very rigid, um, sort of, yeah, clique system in place. Yeah. Consequently, um, she has to then sort of work within it mm. and ends up serving as a spy on the popular clique by one of the, well, so-called loser cliques. So, so, so Brats had to say, well, we can't just do a film about that because it yeah. will obviously be inferior. So we'll end that after 20 minutes and then we'll, yeah. we'll throw something else in there and do a whole new story. There's just, there's a mischief, there's a mischievousness to the yeah. plan that Katie comes up to with, mm. with her, um, her friends. Right. They decide, okay, we're going to infiltrate the popular girls and we're going to bring them down a peg. And it's like, clearly what they're doing is a bad thing. And so, you know, because they might be twats, this popular clique, but they might just be know, twats. Might just be twats, but yeah. you know, Getting involved in their shit, lying to them, manipulating them. It shows real character faults on behalf of the main character. Mm-hmm. In this, Meredith is just evil. Yeah. She's pure evil. And even though the brats want to do anything but engage with her, yeah. the, the villain just keeps on battering at them. Yeah. And the effect is that it just makes the girls very passive to the point where I don't know the extent to which they knew what was going on for most of the film. And to the extent to which they just sort of reacted. I don't think anyone cared what was happening is, no. is the issue. I mean, let's just be fucking blunt about it. It was a, it's based on toys. It was to sell toys. Yeah. There was nothing, there was no real storyline. It was like grown ups in that respect. It was just like another way to make money. So let's, yeah, let's it's... get these things in. We've got, we've got a bare bones of a high school story that we can <laughs> yeah. steal and like twist just enough so no one gives a shit. Yeah, but like, look to Lego. Look to the Lego movie. A fantastic mm. movie, not only in its own right, uh, own right as a yeah. sort of fantasy movie, but one that actually had a commentary on the toy itself. Yeah. And the idea that the right way, there is a right and a wrong way to play with Lego. The yeah. wrong way is to follow the rules all the time, and the right yeah. way is to just use your imagination. What, I mean, brats. Okay, what is the thing about brats? Why do, why do little girls play with things like brats, do you think? I have literally no or opinion like little, on this. <laughs> actually, not little girls, little people. Why do little people like playing with brats? I would think 
that it's because there's an escapism as- aspect yeah. to it of sort of look i can you know give my toys all the glamour and i can picture mm. myself in their position i think yes and it just doesn't translate well to cinema at all because, no, because they come in and within the second minute of being on screen <laughs> they are universally popular everybody loves the brats yeah so there, there's already just nothing to work for or with there's no like vulnerability there you're not yeah. like oh good i'm some some surrogacy i can't wait to just yeah. rise up the ranks with these girls it's like oh they're already interstellarly fucking popular yeah, i'm gorgeous yeah so i guess gorgeous. that's not me but yeah. even say you, you want it as like a um, aspiration porn of being yeah. like god i wish that was my life yeah it's not funny there's no like good time. I mean, there are one or one or two jokes yeah. I think in in there, but the the, the message itself mm. is pretty harmless, you know. Yeah, sure. Of, of don't let labels mm. define you. Yeah. Stick with your friends. Don't let bullies win and that kind of thing. But the issue is, it's as long as you're rich and popular and attractive. Yeah, I think I I liked the message. It was a relatively interesting one. This idea of you know the groups that you form when you're in high school may seem important, but it, it might not be your your real friends yeah they might be your older friends or might be friends you make later on and these sort of distinctions and yeah. this weird hierarchy intermingling is never addressed and that's what i yeah. felt was the natural solution here yeah oh i want to hang out with my football friends but i also want to hang out with my three other really good friends yeah oh get them together yeah see what happens it, there was no depth to any of these characters no. and there's no depth to the story because it's changing so fast i mean yeah. it's insane that yeah. in the first half an hour of this the girls are broken up, go their separate ways, mm-hmm. and then come back together again. That's like a whole movie. Yeah. Jesus. No, no, it's it's fucking ballistic. <laughs> there, there is just no one at any point sat down, looked at the script, and went, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. This is a nightmare. Even if you're going to do a Mean Girls clone, surely it would have been better just to stick with one of the art, like one of the three acts that yeah. you had in place, one of the six lots of three acts that you had in place, yeah, and and just run with it and like ex- explore it, not just. Surely it would have cost more money as well to like have all these extra, <laughs> extra scenes, scenes and, things. and shit and like but, extra characters. But it takes more intelligence to flesh out one idea than it does to just cram in a bunch of little ones. The performances are very broad. Yeah, Meredith in particular. I mean, wow, it's it's really going for sort of... I don't know if you've seen the Adams Family values. Mm, don't uh, know if I have. Oh, the the performance of the sort of preppy chick from that, who yeah. then went on to play Harmony and Buffy, I can't remember her name. Mm. Google that, fans. America, how do Amer- you work? <laughs> how do you work? Tell us about your cogs! <laughs> Can't you find somewhere else to be a freak? <sighs> so embarrassing. Anyway, she was this really ultra kind of enthusiastic chick yeah. who obviously was there as a counterpoint to the Adams Family, but that was funny mm. because... The Adams family were obviously a sort of extreme. You know, Wednesday Adams is this incredibly sort of dark character. Yeah. Here it's just, oh hi, I'm really preppy and energetic. Oh, so are we. I hate you. Oh. Yeah. No. Okay. Much like Grown Ups, it was just mm. like a disastrous coming together of so many different ideas and yeah. and things that it just it just mm. was was basically an affront to cinema. It but was. On having said that, <laughs> I wasn't angered by this film. I was a couple of times. I know you were a little bit more than I was. Like by, I know you were angered by the, yeah, a a few things, elements, like the little sister, Meredith's little sister. Yes. Who is a hateful creation. Yes. Yeah, again, very much a Jaden Smith sort of, yeah, precocious young scamp. (laughs) As was Yasmin's brother. Athletic and yet very hot. Me likey. Me thinky, you're a twerp. And, and, And yeah, the other thing being 
there was absolutely no justification for Yasmin making yeah. up some hurtful bullshit as her reason for dropping out of the the performance. Yeah, none. They just needed drama. Yeah, and, and yeah, exactly. It was, so again, it didn't work because they were just trying to fit all this shit in and didn't have yeah. the like the creativity to do it. Yeah. But I will say, compared to Grown Ups, this was a walk in a very nice park. I mean, there was nothing in there that made me feel like they were judging. I mean, you've got this deaf character who, yeah. honestly, if he he's not a great example of a deaf character in a thing because yeah. really when you have a character with a disability you can't just ignore the disability which is mm. what people tend to do they're mm. like oh look you know Ben Affleck he's blind but he, he doesn't see everything even better than you can so he's better than you and it's like okay what's the disability again mm. like the, the deaf kid he's it, it never negatively impacts on his life and in fact he's really popular and quite you know yeah. a thing which is good it's a positive yeah. portrayal but like it's also kind of glosses over his mm. impairment he was so, perfect at lip reading though yeah, he was absolutely flawless. Yeah. He was he was the Brian Cox of lip reading. <laughs> Which one? You decide. Yeah. <laughs> America. And, um, yeah. Work. And <laughs> Ooh, show us your blueprints. <laughs> Which Brian Cox do you prefer? America. Do you know more than one Brian Cox America? Do you? Is Brian Cox a thing over in America? Are you missing out on the best Brian Cox? Not Brian Cox, but Brian Cox. Yeah. It was it's similar to Grown Ups in that it probably could have yeah. you know it could have been done a lot better, but they chose not to do that. Yeah. But but yeah, it, lazy. it, it wasn't lazy. It, lazy. it was lazy and it was <laughs> cynical. Yeah, and that's that's where they overlap on the Venn diagram. Of grown yes. Ups. Yeah, and, and also annoying, but yeah. not as annoying by any fucking means. Oh God, means. no! Not genuinely evil. I don't think there is a scene where they all go shopping. But hey, it's little girls. They go shopping. Yeah. It doesn't. Nick Swanson like... is not there to inflate a massive <laughs> fucking ding and explode across a room and then shit himself. Yeah, and because he has Jesus. a mental health issue and also he's gay. Because yeah. that's what gays do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I feel like Brat TM would have been a character in Grown Ups. Yes, too. but spread out over an entire film, <laughs> it's just it's just nothing essentially, isn't it? It's, it's just it's a candy nothing floss. blob. Yeah. Yeah. It's candy floss. It's it not going to fill you. Yeah. It doesn't taste that good. It's like a bad flavoured candy floss. One that was made in a factory in China three weeks ago. Yeah, because actually... And was shipped in a can. Terrible analogy, because candy floss is delicious. Yes, this is like a can of tandy, candy ah, floss. Okay. Tandy bloss. Candy floss. Candy floss. <laughs> ah, <laughs> you... And defloss. Low-hanging fruit, that one. That was pretty good. Okay, shall we quickfire some good things? The first 10 seconds of music. Yes. Was very good in a Tim Burton-esque way. It was very Tim Burton. Yes, and then the music for the rest of the film was um, not quite glitter and not quite gem. Probably closer to the glitter side of things than the gem side of things, but mm. gem did set a very high watermark. Yes, true. Because I really like that music. And speak and speaking of the, the the music in here, I it's a kind of good thing that it was at least better than the clo- the final song they sing at uh-huh. the talent show. <laughs> was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> was um, miles better than the final. I've learned so much song in glitter. Yeah, that's true. I just learned so much from my dead drug dealer boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I liked the little subtle reminders of repression. The school had yes. like little posters and things and things to tell you, you know, this is for learning mm. and stuff like that. So I liked all the little um General Bison esque details yes. scattered about the um sort of prison school. There is a brief wanna as uh Yasmin chases her creepy brother through the kitchen. Five seconds long, but it was it was cool. It gave me a so sense a good of tracking place. shot. Yeah. Cool. John Voight's introduction's fairly amusing. 
Uh, it pans across the room, and there's this hideous picture of uh, John, a hideous statue of John Voight yeah. doing a sort of weird, gr- uh, gawking grimace. Yeah. And then it pans over a little further, and he stood beside the statue doing that face. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Still works. Made me smile. Old ones are the best. The only time John Voight made me smile. Uh, one of um, uh, Regina's, what was her name? Meredith's um, henchwoman, uh, Rocksteady. She had a good line where mm. she says, um, uh, yeah, they just, they look awesome. Full. They look awful, just really bad mm. to look at. And it was the clarification of to look at yeah, that got okay. me. <laughs> I thought the whole thing about getting the deaf jock into turntabling scratching was sweet. It was interesting. I'd love yeah. to have seen a film about it. Yeah. I really like the music teacher's voice. Speaking of the music teacher mm. guy relationship, he had a yes. wonderful voice, which I will sample the shit out of right now. Dylan, you've been holding out on me. All this time I thought you were just some cool jock. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Get a lot of that in your ear hole. Mm. Oh, give me a second. Uh, need to get a towel. Okay. When uh, Yasmin is introduced to Deaf Jog, I really should have gotten his name. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> um, but she she bumps into him and and says, "What are you blind?" Um, he can't he he can't hear what she's saying, and she goes, "Oh, you don't look deaf." And Dylan is his name. That's it. He goes, yeah, well, you don't look ignorant, but I guess you can't judge a book, right? And then he walks off. That was off. a pretty snappy line. I think that was a good put down. Um, I re- I did actually really enjoy the performance of one of the henchwomen. I'm pretty sure it was Annalise Vanderpoel who played Avery. Okay. Um, and the reason I liked her, apart from her one line that I liked, is mm-hmm. that her facial expressions were quite good. Mm. At various points, especially when she had to do something humiliating on behalf of um, Angela Merkel. What was her name? Mera- Meredith. Yeah, Merry Christmas. It. Merry Christmas. Um. Yeah. She had to, yeah, she had to do these various embarrassing things. Mm. And she just had this great expression of sort of deeply uncomfortable smiling. I just mm, sort of, okay. hey, hey. Oh. Yeah, I'm into this, kind of. At the party, yeah. when, um, <laughs> when fucking, when Rumpelstiltskin yeah. is on top of an <laughs> elephant, uh, she's having the party. And, um, nobody's paying attention because everyone's looking at the sexy clowns. Yeah. Um, she says, guys, it's me on an elephant. Yes. I just like the crapness of it. <laughs> just check this out. The jump drive shot. She, uh, with her, it's the, the wide angle lens of her big old evil face, but her, like, ensemble, um, like, yes. villain friends are all sort of Be two on one see. side, one on the other. Yeah. Um, and they're all sort of pitching in, like, yeah. I- ideas to her major, her, her main idea. Mm. Um, it was a nice setup, I thought. Ah. Mm. Um, I really like their post-clown outfits. Once they've ruined mm. the outfits that was, mm. that, you know, some poor person made somewhere. Yeah. Um, they were very colourful. Yes. And it, it bespoke a larger thing, because the fashion in this I quite liked. Uh, originally meant to be done by Paula Abdul, apparently. Yes. Um, it was pretty good. I'm thinking specifically of, like, Jade. She always looked great with her sort of blue hair and black slinky outfits. Mm. Um, yeah. Usually, I mean, as you'd expect, for, I guess, for a film based on fashion dolls, it seems quite a bit of work went in there. One of them came right at the fucking end whilst we were watching Janelle Monet's. What was her name? Janelle. Jan- Not Janelle Monet. Nell. Parish. Parish. Nell Parish. Yeah. Is that it? Okay. Janelle Parish. Janelle Parish. Okay. Uh, we were watching her uh, music video, and one of the credits that went past was that the dogs had been provided by Pause for Effect. Pause, P A W S. I enjoyed that. Well done, Pause for Effect. <laughs> There is, uh, I made reference to it earlier, there is an adorable Weetabix dive in the football scene earlier. In in this football one, which I think is from the 80s or something like that, um, this kid like trundles the ball along the ground mm. and the, the goalie does a really crap dive over the ball. So yeah. we go, you know, like 
trickles into the back of the net and it's like, yay, how'd you eat a In this, <laughs> when Chloe scores her, um, her wonder goal that gets everyone, you know, yeah. on her side, the, 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 the goalie does a crap dive and Good. it's, uh, it's wonderful. Excellent. Um, the final thing that we both enjoyed hmm. is something that definitely had diminishing returns as the film went on, but near the beginning of the second story, um, involving the announcement of a talent contest, yeah. John Voight appears on stage with his bodyguard. A wonderful, wonderful man named Rollo, who is hilarious. He's very beefy, mm-hmm. very intense looking, and his job is largely just to stand behind John Voight and look vaguely disinterested in everything that's happened. And he was really great in that yeah. one sequence. He was just yeah. this fascinating figure. Neither of us heard what was announced during that conference because we were just too busy watching this hilarious yeah. man and his one expression. It could have been the key to the entire film. <laughs> It could have been the key to life. Yeah. The key to brats. How to be happy. Oh, well. Everything. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We had found our key to being happy. Because we got that, Rollo. It was wonderful, wonderful Rollo. Sweet, kind, handsome Rollo. <laughs> um, he shows up a few more times and it's always a bit lame when he does. But that yeah. first time, Rollo was all we needed. They yeah. saved the last Rollo for us. Ooh. <laughs> Mm. No way America's going to get that. They're going to no. be listening to this and thinking, Britain, how do you work? <laughs> Crazy son of bitches. Crazy sons of bitches. Let's talk about the one better thing. The one better thing. So I've got for you, pretty straightforwardly, Mean Girls. Mean Girls came out a few years beforehand and I think was definitely um, an influence on it. Uh, Katie Heron um, was actually ad- educated in Africa by her scientist parents. Mm-hmm. Um, something happens to them. They then... Oh, no, they moved to Illinois, um, and she gets enrolled in the school where she has to deal with uh, Rachel McAdams' Regina George, um, who is a sort of popular figure who um, kind of just lives recklessly um, with her clique consisting of Amanda Seyfried and one Lacey Chabert. Hello. Hello there. They are coerced, um, I think by her friend Janice, if I remember correctly, played by uh, Lizzie Kaplan. Hmm. who um, coerces her to infiltrate the popular group, become Regina George's best friend, and sort of tear them apart from the inside. However, as Regina George becomes aware of the scheme, various other sort of things happen. It's a very intelligent film. Oh, sorry, uh, The Plastics was the name of the um, the sort of very popular kids. Right. The, the screenplay was written by Tina Fey, and she appears in the film, and oh, it's just cool. a really well-observed incredibly well-observed sort of comedy about yeah. high school life. It feels very relatable and very real, and but it's just really funny. Uh. And has characters in it who actually have motivations. Lindsay Lohan is actually great in the lead role. It actually. Was, yeah, actually great. She um, she did some really good stuff um, at one stage. Uh, great stunts. As you'd expect. Great stunts. Yeah. As you'd expect. Actually, great stunts are done by Rachel McAdams, really, who has some somewhat oh. physical things to do. But as you'd expect, Rachel McAdams is fantastic. Yeah, it's just a really great, great film. Cool. I am going to do a cheeky um, bit of self-referencing. Um, you should watch uh, the film Paul Goodman. Um, Paul Goodman <laughs> does drama. Bratz School. <laughs> it's very offensive in every country. It's, it's the same poster as like Bratz, but with you just sort of sneaking in the corner <laughs> insidiously. <laughs> I may be wearing clothes, I may not be. Who can tell? <laughs> and um but uh alongside that is uh gem and the holograms which we did oh lovely in episode 25 mostly because where brats is a naughty's social media influenced mtv show about cliques and finding yourself yeah it, it, 
but it does it very innocuously. Gem and the Holograms trumps this forever and ever. The, yeah. the characters, for the most part, are believable and vulnerable. It's it's pretty on point with a lot of social media stuff, and it's yeah. you know genuinely touching in parts. As as we've said in the other in the other episode, it's not the perfect film. Um, but I would say, if you're looking for a film that is fucking miles better than this, then yeah. go go and watch that, and then go back and listen to our episode finally. Because why didn't you? Why just oh, you've got to watch your films first. That doesn't make any sense. Why do we do this plot summary if it was only for yeah. people who watch the damn thing? Yeah. Why would we bother? Do you think this is for us? <laughs> do you think we do any of this for us? <laughs> well, won't you be surprised? Jem is basically Bratz done right. Or rather, yeah. this is Jem done badly. And Jem is Jem done badly. Um, <laughs> if you're going to be pedantic about it. But as a film that has nothing to do with Jem and the Holograms, a TV show, Jem and the Holograms, a film, is pretty good. Well, that was the one better thing. The one better thing. Thank you very much for listening to One Good Thing. If you want to get in touch, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at OGT Pod. Yep, I'll be there. If I, may, I may be there. Not if you're going to be there, though. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Get in touch with us there, OGTPod at gmail.com. If you want to leave us a review on iTunes, that would be fantastic. That'd be great. Um, yeah, hey, that would be really great. That would really help us out, actually. Yeah. If you want to write on a couple of toilet walls, we get a lot of business that way. If you could just go in. Go to the ladies, because no one yeah. writes there. You'll be the only thing on there. No, and we have checked. Yeah, yeah. There's absolutely no coverage in the ladies' bathrooms right now. Absolutely. We're really underrepresented. Casey, if you really want to help us out again, aside from just recommending dreadful movies, please start scrolling onto toilet walls. Anything, in fact. Just get get yourself out there. You're a real... (laughs) You've got a lot of potential as an artist, and, you you know, you're a a very sensitive, kind person, and I think the whole world needs to know that. Absolutely. So toilet walls are your medium. Yeah. And thank you, Katie, for recommending uh, Bratz TM. Thanks for recommending this piece of shit. Yeah. We are in recommendations month again, guys. Yeah. Uh, We've got all the recommendations we need, but if you want to fill up those slots between 50 and 55, yeah, you do. That's going to be primo real estate for the pools. Get your fingers prod in the keyboard. Prod that keyboard. Get it all into us. Prod it good. Get it it between the keys. We're all the, like... You know the the bits that need all oh, like the, routing. The, the, the bed of the key. Yeah, yeah. You know all the digestive biscuits get down underneath, oh, and it love gets it. all, oof, gets yum, all yum, yum. you know layered. Yum, yum, yeah, yum. get them in there. That's where the real good reviews and suggestions come from. My novel Doghead is available on Amazon five ninety nine. Uh, yep. I'm writing an extraordinary number of reviews uh, for Screen Mayhem. We just finished the uh, <laughs> London Film Festival where I reviewed all sorts of stuff. So. Check it out there. You've got things like um, all sorts. I'm soon going to do the new Lynn Ramsey movie. If you like, we need to talk about Kevin. Mm. Go check this out. Uh, movie like that great new um, A Gay Romance starring Army Hammer. How the fuck are you not going to watch that? Wow. It's called Call Me By Your Name, and I'll be reviewing it next week. There's the new Martin McDonough, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. Um, I think the director might be around, so hopefully I don't call him John. <laughs> Let's call it a day. I'm Paul Salt. I'm Paul Goodman. And remember, the one good thing about Bratz TM, the movie TM, is the gormless expression of a very large man who just has to keep John Voight safe at all costs. And I TM, 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 TM. That's a TM. That's the biggest TM. Oh my God. Whitney Houston, how does it work? (laughs) 